Hi, my friend. You are listening to a free audio version of the He Is an Advent Study on the Attributes of God. I hope this is a blessing to you during this time and that you would fix your eyes on who He is. Before we get started, I want to tell you about something really exciting. This is for those of you who are ready to say goodbye to 2020 and want God to do a new thing in 2021. I'm doing another retreat and I want you to come. The retreat begins on January 2nd and you will get immediate and unlimited access for all of 2021 to every single session. Go to onlinewomensretreat.com to find out more and sign up today. And of course, we'd love for you to join us at online women's Bible study and our weekly online gatherings to take you even deeper into God's word this Advent. Okay, let's get started on today's session from He Is. I so hope you enjoy today. Advent Candle 5. He is here. Light Advent Candle 5 by Becky Kaiser. Merry Christmas. He is here, friend. I know this day is full, so I'm super proud of you for sneaking away for some time with your father. I'm not going to make today light just because it's Christmas. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. In fact, the opposite is true. I want you to have so much of him today. So you might need to do a little and then come back later to wrap up. Whatever works for you to celebrate and soak him up. Light your fifth and final Advent candle. Read James 1.17. James 1.17. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. I'm not sure what Christmas is like for you. If it's flooded with gifts or if it's if you long for the piles of gifts, regardless of what your day brings, I know this for certain. Everything comes from your Father of lights everything that is good, and everything that is perfect. Stop for a moment and list out everything you can think of in your life that is good or perfect. Do this for five minutes. Now, obviously, you're listening to the audio version of this. I would encourage you, friend, if you're able, to go ahead and hit pause on this to remove any distractions that you can. And for five minutes, stop for a moment and list out everything you can think of in your life that is good or perfect. This will be so helpful for you. Today is all about celebrating His presence. Jesus has come. At the risk of sounding cheesy, I must add, the very greatest and most perfect gift your Father of Lights has given you was Jesus, born of a virgin and placed in a manger. The Christmas story is long, but worth your time. Read all of Luke 1, 26-55, and chapter 2, 1 through 21. And note all the significant parts of the story. Luke 1, 26 through 55, and chapter 2, 1 through 21. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Great. You shall call his name Jesus, and he will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. Then the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom there will be no end. 
And Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her who was called barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. In those days, Mary arose and went with haste into the hill country to a town in Judah. And she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby leapt in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting came to my ears, the baby in my womb leapt for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. And he has shown strength with his arm, and he has scattered the proud and in the thoughts of their hearts, and he has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his offspring forever. And Mary remained with her about three months and returned to her home. Skipping to chapter 2, verse 1 through 21. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world would be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria, and all went down and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with his child, who was with child, not with his child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, fear not. For behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. And when the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. 
And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at the what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart, and the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. Imagine you are Joseph or Mary, and imagine being told what the angel Gabriel told them. I struggled putting myself in their shoes. Things so did not go the way they had imagined. Question, has God ever totally changed your plans in a drastic way? How so? Gabriel knew that the baby was growing within the Virgin Mary's belly was Jesus, God in flesh, who is all-powerful, sovereign, just, unchanging, and jealous. Moving a few weeks into her pregnancy, I wish I could have seen the reunion between Mary and Elizabeth. Isn't it the best to have someone get and accept you're crazy? I imagine so many people question Mary and the truth of her story, which brought her to someone who would love, trust, and rejoice in what God had done, as crazy as it may have seemed. Question, do you have someone like this? Recall a time when you shared your crazy and been, and been fully accepted. The God Mary bragged about to Elizabeth is the same one we have studied. He is eternal healer, faithful, surpassing ordinary, and truthful. How beautiful to have a God who is all of those things, yet still gives the good gift of people, who accepts, gives the good gift of people, who accept us for who we are, right where we are. I can't even pretend to put myself in Mary's place, nine and a half months pregnant, just having ridden a donkey a long way, only to find out there's nowhere to stay. I would have lost my mind and likely lost it on someone. But she gave birth to Jesus right outside the inn because there wasn't room for them. God worked a miracle even though there wasn't a typical place for her. Question, do you feel like there isn't a place for you? That all the quote unquote rooms are filled and you and your gifts aren't needed? This is a lie. Your father of lights who gives good gifts is comforter, good, righteous, holy, and all-knowing. He has a place for you. It just might not look like what you imagine. However, this space doesn't affect the significance. Finally, angels fill the sky above the shepherds out in a field to tell them Christ has been born. I love how God doesn't consider our ranking in life. He isn't impressed by, with the popularity others attribute to us. He told the shepherds first about his son, Jesus, being born. The shepherds whose ranking socially wasn't awesome. All who God chose to tell first are who God chose to tell first. Question. Do you feel like you still aren't at the quote unquote popular table? Even though you are an adult, do you struggle with feeling insignificant? You are significant. And if I had a guess, if you answered yes to the first question, then you, you are right where God wants you. He loves working with the unlikely. It gives him more to show off with because our God is gracious, provider, protector, merciful, and infinitely wise. He has an affinity for doing crazy, amazing things with people we least suspect. It's one of my favorite parts about him. Wrap up today by writing out James 1.17 again and thank your father for his gift of coming and all he has done this Advent season. Let me read over you James 1.17 to wrap up. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, 
coming down from the Father of Lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Merry Christmas, my friend. I hope you enjoyed today's session for He is the Attributes of God Advent Bible Study. Listen, a couple of things. If you did enjoy this, would you grab a screenshot of you listening to this and share this with your friends? I want as many women as possible to have access to this free Advent Bible Study. This has been an insane year for all of us. And wouldn't it just be amazing if we could all focus on who He is, and less on everything that is happening around us. So be sure to send this to your friends, post it on social media. If you do post on social, be sure to use the hashtag, he is Advent Bible study and tag me at Becky Kaiser. And also make sure that you are subscribed to listen to this podcast. That way you don't miss a single day of this Advent series or any of the other amazing episodes that are going to come as I relaunch this podcast this coming January. I love you, friend. I hope you have an awesome day and I'll catch you tomorrow. Mm -hmm.